Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to CBS News Roundup ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Deadly military accident. A Marine amphibious vehicle reported taking water during training. Florida braces for hurricane. Make sure you have a plan and have seven days worth of food, water. No D.C. deal on virus aid. We are hardworking people. We paid their salary. Good morning, I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. Breaking news overnight from Southern California, a deadly military accident off the coast. CBS's Cammie McCormick says at least one Marine is dead. The Marines say 16 service members were inside this amphibious assault vehicle when it started taking on water. Eight were recovered, eight others are missing. The Navy and Coast Guard are assisting in this search, which involves multiple helicopters and small boats from the larger Navy ships nearby. Of those recovered, one Marine is in critical condition. People along the southeast coast have an eye on Hurricane Isaisis. It's got top-sustained winds of 80 miles an hour. John Cangelosi at the National Hurricane Center. The Florida threat is going to be this weekend, and then the threat expands up the coast for the Carolinas early next week. CBS's David Begnaud says the storm is going to hit a state that's been struggling in the pandemic. The state of Florida's coronavirus response now includes managing a potential hurricane. At the Gladiolus Food Pantry in Fort Myers, Florida, the executive director is worried about the strain the virus is already putting on resources. People are not prepared not for the pandemic. I don't even know how we're going to prepare if we have our record coming. Capacity is also a concern at Miami-Dade's hard-hit hospitals. Dr. David Delazerta runs an ICU at Jackson Memorial Hospital. If it's a big storm and you have sick people or injured people, we, ha- we will have an issue. Florida recorded a new high for coronavirus deaths for the third consecutive day. Arizona and Mississippi also reported record-breaking increases. A spike in coronavirus cases in Wisconsin has prompted the governor, Tony Evers, to issue a statewide mask order. There's no conspiracy, folks. Wearing a mask, face mask, will help protect the people around you, including those at higher risk for severe illness. This could prompt a challenge from Republican legislators who successfully got the courts to toss out an earlier stay-at-home order. Well, extra unemployment benefits for millions of people run out today. CBS's Nancy Cordes on Capitol Hill says there's been no agreement on an extension. Leaders from both sides negotiated late into the night trading offers, but they left without a deal. And so that $600 federal jobless benefit, it appears, will expire today. Republicans and the White House are now pushing a short-term extension of the benefits for maybe a couple of weeks or a couple of months as 
they continue to negotiate the overall multi-trillion dollar rescue package, which could include another round of those $1,200 stimulus checks. President Trump tweets he'll win the fall election. The boast came hours after he suggested it should be delayed. CBS's Naomi Ruckham says it was an idea that was widely dismissed. President Trump again pushed his unfounded claim that mail-in voting will cause rampant voter fraud. This after he tweeted that the 2020 election will be the most inaccurate and fraudulent election in history. I don't want to delay. I want to have the election. But I also don't want to have to wait for three months and then find out that the ballots are all missing and the election doesn't mean anything. But the president doesn't have the power to delay an election. That decision is up to Congress, where Republican leaders say there will be an election on November 3rd. Never in the history of the country, uh, through wars, uh, depressions, and the Civil War, have we ever not had a federally scheduled election on time. A New York judge has unsealed court documents in the case against the late Jeffrey Epstein's former girlfriend, Ghislaine Maxwell. They include an email from Epstein assuring Maxwell she had done nothing wrong. John Lewis was eulogized yesterday as a tireless advocate and a founding father of a fairer and better country in an emotional send-off that featured three former presidents. This was as much a call to arms as it was a celebration of life for civil rights lion John Lewis. And in his eulogy, former President Obama called on the nation to fight what he called those in power's attacks on democracy. By closing polling locations and targeting minorities and students with restrictive ID laws and attacking our voting rights with surgical precision. Obama told mourners if they want their children to grow up in a democracy, they need to be more like John Lewis and keep getting into what Lewis often called good trouble. Allison Keyes, CBS News. The top prosecutor in St. Louis County says he will not charge the former cop who fatally shot Michael Brown in Ferguson, Missouri, six years ago next month. Brown's death touched off sometimes violent protests. Prosecuting attorney Wesley Bell. The question of whether we can prove a case at trial is different than clearing him of any and all wrongdoing. There are so many points at which Darren Wilson could have handled the situation differently, and if he had, Michael Brown might still be alive. Earlier, a grand jury declined to indict the officer, and the Justice Department decided not to bring charges. Reports say baseball's agreed to play seven-inning doubleheaders in this shortened season, a way to get in more games. A three-game Toronto-Philadelphia series is off after two Phillies staffers tested positive for the coronavirus. Pro basketball tipped off its interrupted season last night. And the NBA is back. After more than four months, the NBA resumed its season last night, and it was very evident how much has changed in those months. Tonight's presentation of the national anthem. Before the game, the players wore T-shirts with the words Black Lives Matter. And then when the anthem began, the players, coaches, and referees all kneeled. Some things were the same. LeBron James gives the Lakers the lead. The game's biggest star, LeBron James, made the winning basket in last night's second game. Afterwards, James said this is more than just basketball. We understand what's going on in society right now. Steve Futterman, CBS News. Ellen DeGeneres has apologized to the staff of her TV show after complaints about the workplace culture went public. Warner Brothers says its investigation found flaws in the show's daily management. In the fight against the coronavirus, doctors have performed a first on two patients with severe lung damage. Here's CBS's Wendy Gillette. 
There was applause for 62-year-old Brian Kunz and 28-year-old Mayra Ramirez at Northwestern Memorial Hospital in Chicago. Both spent weeks in the ICU on ventilators after contracting COVID-19, suffering severe lung damage. They both received double lung transplants, the first such coronavirus patients in the U.S. I thought I was it. I was done. There's no more. Nowhere to go. But they gave me hope. I definitely have a purpose, and if that purpose is just simply telling my story to um, raise awareness. Both are recovering well. Wendy Gillette, CBS News. And that's the CBS World News Roundup for Friday, the 31st of July. The broadcast produced by Paul Ferry and Julia Weaver. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com slash survey. Get one of the most successful broadcasts in television history on your schedule with the 60 Minutes Podcast. Hard-hitting investigative reports, news and culture maker interviews and in-depth profiles are waiting for you in every episode. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus. For more than two centuries, the White House has been the stage for some of the most dramatic scenes in American history. Inspired by the hit podcast American History Tellers, Wondery and William Morrow present the new book, The Hidden History of the White House. Each chapter will bring you inside the fierce power struggles, the world-altering decisions, and shocking scandals that have shaped our nation. You'll be there when the very foundations of the White House are laid in 1792, and you'll watch as the British burn it down in 1814. Then you'll hear the intimate conversations between FDR and Winston Churchill as they make plans to defeat Nazi forces in 1941. And you'll be in the Situation Room when President Barack Obama approves the raid to bring down the most infamous terrorist in American history. Pre-order The Hidden History of the White House now in hardcover or digital editions wherever you get your books.